Good morning, brothers and sisters. Pastoral intern Michael Talercio here. Looking forward to sharing with you from Joshua 19 for our 321st day in our daily walk through Scripture together. Three, two, one. Um, well, let's begin by asking for the Lord's help. Father, you have provided us with this word from the book of Joshua, and we thank you for it. We confess that we are somewhat dense, <laughs> and uh, we need your help to understand it, Lord. Um, we need you to open our, our minds and our hearts to the scriptures, Lord. We know that when we look at the Bible, we are hearing from you, and that we are so grateful for. But would you help us to know what it means, Lord? and to see how it really teaches us about your son at least a little bit more today. Would you grant that for us, and would we be changed by it? We need your help, Lord, and we thank you that you want to help us. You want to meet us here as we open the Bible. Thank you, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name, for Jesus' glory. Amen. Joshua 19. The second lot came out for Simeon, for the tribe of the people of Simeon, according to their clans, and their inheritance was in the midst of the inheritance of the people of Judah. And they had for their inheritance Beersheba, Sheba, Molida, Hazar Shul, Bela, Ezem, Eltolad, Bethul, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, Hazar Susa, Beth Lebeoth, and Sherahen, thirteen cities with their villages. Ain, Rimen, Ether, and Asian, four cities with their villages, together with all the villages around these cities as far as Baalath Beer, Ramah of the Negev. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Simeon according to their clans. The inheritance of the people of Simeon formed part of the territory of the people of Judah. Because the portion of the people of Judah was too large for them, the people of Simeon obtained an inheritance in the midst of their inheritance. The third lot came up for the people of Zebulun, according to their clans, and the territory of their inheritance reached as far as Sarid. Then their boundary goes up westward and onto Mariel and touches Dabasheth, then the brook that is east of Jochneum. From Sarid it goes in the other direction eastward toward the sunrise to the boundary of Kisloth-Tabor. From there it goes to Dabarath, then up to Japhia. From there it passes along on the east toward the sunrise to Gath-Hefer, to eth and going on to Rimen it bends toward Nia. Then on the north the boundary turns about to Hanathon, and it ends at the valley of Iphtahel. And Kada, Nahalal, Shimron, Adela, and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. This is in the inheritance of the people of Zebulun according to their clans these cities with their villages. The fourth lot came out for Issachar, for the people of Issachar, according to their clans. Their territory included Jezreel, Kesloth, Shunem, Hepharam, Shion, Anahareth, Rabbath, Kishion, Ebez, Remeth, and Ganem, and Hada, Beth Pazes. The boundary also touches Tabor, Shehazuma, and Beth Shemesh, and its boundary ends at the Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. 
This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Issachar, according to their clans, the cities with their villages. The fifth lot came out for the tribe of the people of Asher, according to their clans. Their territory included Helkath, Hali, Beton, Akshaph, Alamelech, Amad, and Mishal. On the west, it touches Carmel and Shihor Libnath. Then it turns eastward. It goes to Beth Dagon and touches Zebulun and the valley of Iftahel, northward to Beth Emek and Neil. Then it continues in the north to Cabal, Ebron, Rehob, Haman, Cana, as far as Sidon the Great. Then the boundary turns to Ramah, reaching to the fortified city of Tyre. Then the boundary turns to Hosa, and it ends at the sea. Mahalab, Agzib, Amma, Aphek, and Rehob, 22 cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Asher, according to their clans, these cities with their villages. The sixth lot came out for the people of Naphtali, for the people of Naphtali according to their clans. And their boundary ran from Helif, from the oak in Zayananim, and Adamai Nekeb, and Jabneel as far as Lachem, and it ended at the Jordan. Then the boundary turns westward to Asnath Tabor, and goes from there to Hukok, touching Zebulun at the south, and Asher on the west, and Judah on the east at the Jordan. The fortified cities are Zedim, Zer, Hamath, Rakath, Kinnereth, Adema, Ramah, Hazor, Kedesh, Idrei, and Hazor, Yiron, Migdalel, Horam, Beth Anath, and Beth Shemesh, nineteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Naphtali according to their clans, the cities with their villages. The seventh lot came out for the tribe of the people of Dan, according to their clans, and the territory of its inheritance included Zorah, Eshtael, Irshemesh, Shealabin, Ijalon, Ithla, Elon, Timnah, Ekron, Eltika, Gibbethon, Baalath, Jehud, Benabarak, Gathrimon, and Mijarkon, and Rakon, with the territory over against Joppa. When the territory of the people of Dan was lost to them, the people of Dan went up and fought against Leshem, and after capturing it and striking it with the sword, they took possession of it and settled in it, calling Leshem Dan, after the name of Dan their ancestor. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Dan, according to their clans, these cities with their villages. When they had finished distributing the several territories of the land as inheritances, the people of Israel gave an inheritance among them to Joshua the son of Nun. By command of the Lord they gave him the city that he asked, Timnath-Serah in the hill country of Ephraim, and he rebuilt the city and settled in it. These are the inheritances that Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the fathers' houses of the tribes of the people of Israel distributed by Lot at Shiloh before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. So they finished dividing the land. What we have before us in today's passage of scripture is, as one commentator put it, a lot of lots. We have lots of allotments of land. 
And that's an amazing thing when we step back and think about it. As, as detailed as the passage is, it's a direct fulfillment of the promises that God made to his people many years before. He said he would give land to every one of the sons of Israel, every one of the tribes of the people of Israel. And that's what he does. That's what he finishes doing through his servant Joshua in today's text. Down to the very last of the tribes, as they're shown to be here, the tribe of Dan. And I'll table what I want to say about the tribe of Dan and what happens to them in today's passage, in particular verses 47 and 48, because chapter 18 of the book of Judges will pick up on this same exact um, story, the story that's referred to there in Joshua 19, 47 and 48. Um, we just see kind of a parallel passage in, in Judges chapter 18, and in particular, the, the city there in Joshua 19 that's called Leshem is just known in Joshua and, Gen, and Judges chapter 18 as Laish. So if you keep that in mind and you want to do do the homework there of just looking at that passage before we get to it in our daily devotions. You'll you'll see some parallels there. And, uh, you'll just see how the people of Dan don't really take God's promise to drive out the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the territory assigned to them, seriously. They don't they don't trust that God will do it, and so it just becomes a mess. But nevertheless, I thought it would help just to focus in on on two sections of today's text. Um, We'll look at the well. Let's look at the the end of today's passage, and then we'll look at the first section. Um, and the end is is really amazing because we see this final section of allocation of land, this final allotment, not going to a tribe, but to a man in particular, and to Joshua. And that is a parallel. That that is kind of the 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 latter bookend of a section that began back in chapter fourteen, where. God gave land to Caleb. Here he's giving land to Joshua. And in between those two, we have the allotment of the territories to the various tribes. And what's amazing to see is just God's faithfulness. If we go back to chapter 14, we can read in the second half of verse 6, God says, Actually, Caleb says about God, he says, You know, talking to Joshua, you know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God in Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea, concerning you and me. And he is referring there to God's promise to both him, Caleb, and Joshua, who we're reading about today, that, he that God would give them land because they were the two spies that went into this territory years before. And trusted that God could give them the land, trusted that God could give Israel the land that he had promised to give them. They were the two spies that were willing to encourage the people to go into the land where Anak and these giants were, where the Canaanites lived, to drive them out and to, in, and to settle in the land that God had promised to them. And in chapter 14, God gives that land, he gives Hebron to Caleb. And here in chapter 19, at the end of the allotment, God is giving land to Joshua in fulfillment of the promise that he had made to both Caleb and Joshua. In Numbers 13 and 14, they trusted the Lord. And so in Joshua 19, after Joshua 14, God is giving them their land that he promised to give them. What a glorious God we serve. A God who's willing to fulfill his promises and to enable his people 
to provide for his people, to help his people trust him to receive those promises. And that's on that note, I, I just wanted to mention something along the lines of God uh, providing for his people, even when we, uh, even, even to needy people like us. Uh, and and that, that is why I want to look at this section on 19.1 through verse 9 for, for the remainder of the time here. Because I find it so interesting that God gives land to Simeon within the land that he gives to the people of Judah. If you look at verse 9, it says, The inheritance of the people of Simeon formed part of the territory of the people of Judah. Because the portion of the people of Judah was too large for them, the people of Simeon obtained an inheritance in the midst of their inheritance. What I think is so amazing is that there are two ways, two reasons even, for why Simeon's portion of land is subsumed within Judah's. It's like a little... It's, it's, it's like a landlocked territory within the larger territory of Judah. That is Simeon's territory. And the two reasons that we find in Scripture are here, because the portion of the people of Judah was too large for them, the people of Simeon obtained an inheritance in the midst of Judah's inheritance. It, it's here written, but it's also in direct consequence to something that Simeon, the ancestor of these people, did many years prior. If we looked at Genesis 49, we would see Jacob pronouncing what seems to amount to a curse on Simeon and his brother Levi because of what they did many years before with regard to one of Jacob's children, Dinah, his daughter. She was violated by the people, by, by a man named Shechem. And Simeon, along with Levi, uh, decided to deal with that matter, kind of follow up on what had happened to their sister and by, by tricking the people of Shechem, tricking Shechem and his people into being circumcised. And, and as a result of that decision, they, Simeon and Levi, then go kill the people of Shechem, Shechem and his people. And so Jacob was angry about that, and he pronounces kind of a curse on them uh, in Genesis 34. Um, but then in Genesis 49, he follows up on that, uh, and he says that he would divide Simeon and Levi within the people of Israel. He would divide them in Jacob means their territory would be scattered. They wouldn't really get their own land. And we know that Levi doesn't really get his own land. The, the people of Levi, they become the priests. They don't get uh, territory. Uh, the Lord is their inheritance, as it says in Scripture. So we see God's grace there. But then we also see God's grace in what we read in today's section of text, in that the people of Simeon, even though they're kind of cursed by Jacob back in Genesis 49, here, they're receiving their inheritance in the midst of the people of Judah. And Judah is the chosen one, as we know also from Genesis 49. He's the one through whom a ruler would one day come that would shepherd God's people, as it's put in a different passage. And in today's text, we see God in his grace providing for the people of Simeon in that even though they're, they're divided in Jacob, they are given a portion within, subsumed within the people of Judah, the, the best tribe you could receive your inheritance in, the tribe through whom one day a ruler would come, a shepherd would come, who would really care for God's flock, the true Judah, Jesus, 
the one whom we can take refuge in, the one who will care for our needs, who will provide for us, who will be the authority, the one who owns everything, the one who really owns the land, who is allowing us to live in, in his land, we might say. We have that in Jesus Christ. We have that kind of care, that kind of provision, and we can thank God for that. So let's take God at his word when he promises something to us. He's ultimately always promised everything he's ever promised to us. He's promised it to us in Jesus. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus. And so let's go to him in thankfulness as his people now and really take stock of what we have in him in prayer. Let's pray. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for our true inheritance, Jesus. Uh, not only the one who is uh, the great ruler and shepherd of your people, but the one in whom we have provision and protection. And uh, we, as in, in a way like, like little simians, are finding provision and sustenance and all that we really need in the true Judah, Jesus. May we thank you for him today and how we live our lives. May it be evident in the way that we live that we are taking refuge in Jesus. Please, O oh Lord, provide for us in every way that we need it. In his name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I'm so glad that we could have this brief time together, which is in some ways is a bit scattered, but hopefully the Lord will have spoken to you through his word today and pointed you to Jesus and caused you to enjoy him more today as a result of the time that you spent hearing from him in the word. God bless you as you go about your day.